0: Alhamdulillah, لله نحمده ونستعينه a ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه star, بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهدي الله فلا مضل له ومن a فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله أما بعد قال who Badawudu mina shaitan al rajeem. Kuntum tomkhaira ummatin u Khurijat Linnaas. Tatmaruna bil ma'arufi wa ta' nahauna anil munkah wa to minuna billah Sadakallahu radim. In today's khutbah, Insha'Allah I will talk about a subject which is very relevant from the time perspective or the, uh, or the day of the year that we are about to pass which is the 10th of the Muharram and uh, we are aware that this day has a lot of importance in the history of Islam and uh, in relation to the, the shahada of an, the grandson of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Inshallah, uh, today I will talk about briefly about the historical event that happened. But my stress will be more on what do we take out of it, instead of just reciting a story and thinking of it's just a story for passing time. And that's the purpose of all the stories Allah mentioned in the Quran as well. The purpose is to get the Ibrah, to get the lesson out of it. So we can improve our lives. We can learn from, if the mistakes were done, then we learn from that and we don't repeat. And if something good was done, then we try to achieve same or better, inshaAllah. So that's the purpose, to get the Ibrah, to get the lessons out of those stories. And the ayah that I recited, it has relevance to the story of Hussein radiAllahu anh as well. When Allah subhanahu wa taala says, "Kuntu mukhaira ummatin o khurajat al-nas taqmaruna bil-ma'roofa tanhauna al-munkar wa taqminuna bil you are the best nation raised for the mankind, and Allah azza linked this us being the best nation with some conditions. And conditions are that you do enjoy the good and forbid the evil. And you believe in Allah And it is important when we talk about Hussain as well that to understand what triggered him to stand up against the justice to a point that he ended up giving his life for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What was the triggering point here? It is no different than what we read in this ayah as well. The command of Allah azza wa jal, to enjoin the good and forbid the evil. If there is any munkar going on, any injustice is going on, this is an obligation on the Muslim individuals and also as an ummah to stop that munkar that evil now there are levels to stop that agreed because the hadith of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam has already told us about this when rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said man ra'a minkum munkaran fal bi yadihi whosoever sees a munkar any munkar then he should stop it with his hand and if he does not have the capability to do that, then he 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 do it with his he does it with his tongue. And if he cannot do even with his tongue, he is so weak that he cannot do with his tongue. Then in his heart, and this is the lowest level of iman, meaning, if we see a munkar, if we see a, a, a evil, if we see injustice and we don't even feel something in his heart, we really have to go back and question, do we even have Iman left or not? Because the hadith is saying, This is the lowest level, this is the weakest of the Iman, that we are seeing injustice and we are not moving. So that's one of the aspects that moved Hussein Another aspect within that is According to the Hadith of Rasulullah, s.a.w. that talks about Abdul Jihad, Kalimatul haq or Kalimatul Adl, under Sultan Jair. There are two different wordings about this. The Rasulullah s.a.w. said that the best of the jihad is to raise the Kalima of justice, or Kalima of Haqq, the Kalima of truth, or speak according to Islam against who? against the Sultan, against the ruler who is a tyrant, who is unjust. Or the Hadith says, o Amir or the Amir, who is unjust. So these are the things, there was a moving factor. And this is something we have to understand as Muslims, that this is an obligation on us to raise our voices against the Munkar, against the evil, and raise our voices any kind of injustice that we see around us, we have to raise our voices. At least if we cannot do, start with the hand, then the second one is. And of course, we have to know what the shara' says, where we can use the hand and where we cannot use the hand, where we are supposed to use our tongue. And we have to abide by the hukum of Allah Azza wa about that. So when we hear about Jacob Blake, for example, last week, No different than we talked about a week ago here, or a month ago, or two months ago about George Floyd. And this history is going on and on. Even in the place in the West where we are living, considered as the best place in the world today. And at that place where the the Kufr is implemented and causing all sorts of tyranny against the mankind. Whether inside the state or outside the state. And that the result is, the cause is again, the implementation of the kufr. Now when we talk about Hussein radiallahu anhu in this reference, a lot of time whenever we remember the story of Hussein radiallahu anhu, it it makes us cry. It does make you cry. To hear about what happened to Hussein, the grandson of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, about whom Rasulullah said, Husaynu minni wa ana min Husayn. The is from me, I am from Hussein. Ahabba Allahu man ahabba Husaina, And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves the one who loves Hussein. So this is what, who, this is a person, this is a personality we are talking about when we talk about Hussein radiallahu anhu. When we talk about how he was martyred. Similarly, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa gave the glad tidings about Hussain radhiallahu an that he is from one of the people of Jannah. Like the hadith says, Al-Hassan <laughs> wa Al-Hussain, Sayyidah Shababi Ahli Jannah. That Hussain and Hassan and Hussain are the chiefs of the, of the youth of the Jannah. That shows that it was guaranteed that his place in the Jannah Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa already gave the glad tidings of him. So now when we talk about the incident of Karbala that happened in the history of Islam, it's a, it's a very sad story. But at the same time, we have to know why it happened and what we can learn out of it. That's the key thing. We should not be just talking about these stories Whether it's the story of Hussein or the Hassan or or any of the stories even before Rasulullah, the purpose is not just to recite the stories and have pass the time. Rather, we want to learn a lesson out of it. So first we have to understand when we talk about the Shahada of Hussein, that why it even occurred? What was the reason behind it? And for that we have to also understand that what is the method of appointing a ruler in Islam. If we don't understand that, we will not be able to understand why Hussein radiallahu anhu gave his life. So it is important for us to understand that. And in Islam, when we look at the lives of the Sahaba, Right after the death of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wa how they appointed a Amir over them to continue the establishment of the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the Muslims. Or all the subjects within the Islamic State, the authority the Muslims had at that time, which continued on, exp- continued to expand. And the method was very clear. Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu an was given the bayah. He was elected by the people to rule according to the commands of Allah Azza wa You got to be careful here. Unfortunately, many of us think of it. Because the word elected is used, it means that Islam and democracy is same. That's not what it means. Because here, the election process means that Abu Bakr was elected to rule by the commands of Allah Azza wa he's bound to implement the rules of Allah Azza wa alone, and nothing else. When we talk about democracy, in contrary to that, that is the man of the rule, the rule of the man. The, the rule which is created by or, or made by the man. These are man-made laws. So they are two completely opposite ways of life. They are two completely opposite systems one is from Allah, and one is by the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. One who does not make any mistakes, and the one who was bound to make mistakes. So this is how we look at these things. One is based on Islam, and one is based on Kufr. So Abu Bakr Siddiq was elected to rule by Islam. Similarly, Umar bin Khattab was given the Bay'ah, and then Uthman was given the Bay'ah. And then Hassan was given, uh, Ali was given the bayah, and then the Hassan was given the bayah to rule by Islam. And then Hassan gave up in favor of Amir Muawiyah. Now after Amir Muawiyah, who was elected as the Khalifa, now the trouble starts. Where he appointed his son Yazid as the Khalifa, as the Amir over the people. Now in Islam, it has to be, a Amir has to be given a bayah. While in this case, he was elected by his own father. And the people were forced to give the bayah. But the good thing was at that time, Sahaba was still around. Including Hussein radiAllahu anhu. And he detected a mistake has been done. And the consequences of this mistake can be huge in the future because you're starting something as like a kingdomship, in which a king is appointing a crown prince to be the next ruler and that's not what islam says this is why i talked about how islam defined the ruler should be picked this is why we went back to the examples of the khulfa i rashidin how they were elected to rule by islam so now Yazid here, was not elected by the bayah. the process that has to, be, has to be taken care, has to be done, to elect a, elect a ruler. Now, <coughs> Hussein he realized the mistake has been done. And the, the, the three big powerhouses, if you want to call it, in the Islamic State at that time, were Kufa, Sham and Medina. When it comes to Kufa and Medina, they were in the favor of Hussein. And they were willing to give the bat to Hussein. And Hussein Allah, he was in Medina. While Yazid was in Sham. And this is where he had the real power. Because during the time of Muawiyah also, he had been there for a governor long period of time and then became the Amir. So he had the power there, and people were along with him, to keep him as the ruler. Now Husayn he started travelling from Medina to Kufa, and the purpose was, this way he can get more people around him, to get the Ba'ah. And dismantle the illegitimate rule of Yazid. Because he became the ruler by the illegitimate means, that Islam does not allow. Now while he was on his way to Kufa, on the way, the army of Ibn Ziyad, who was the governor of Kufa, he stopped Hussein anh, who was along with about 100 family members with him. And that happened prior to Kufa, and they met in Karbala. Over there, Ibn Ziyad, he ceased to talk or have any kind of a discussion with Hussein. He did not want to talk about that Yazid is on the wrong path. Instead, he offered Hussein radiallahu an to give up and become a captive. And Hussein radiallahu he refused. And then the bloodbath happened. And the Karbala, and the story of the Karbala became one of the saddest points of, uh, of the history of Islam. But, it's not the point of just to cry about that. It's more than that. As Muslims, we have to think that why Hussein radiallahu gave his life. Because he saw an injustice was happening. And for that, he raised his voice. And this is what we have to think about it today. That what's happening in the world, that at that time Yazid was talking about one of the rules was broken. Today we see, none of the Islam is in the implemented phase, nobody is implementing Islam. Where are the voices to be raised against these corrupt rulers now? That's what we have to think about, whether we're talking about Muslim world, whether we're talking about non-Muslim world, whether we're talking about injustice happening in Syria, whether it's talking about what's happening in in Kenosha, like the last week, or whatever happened in Minneapolis, whatever happened in Missouri, whatever happened in Chicago on a a daily basis. Where are our voices? That's what Allah Subh'anaHu Wa ta'ala. Raise us the best nation. Kuntum khaira You are the best nation raised for the mankind. You enjoy the good and forbid the evil and you believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the key thing that we have to take out of the story of Hussein. Hussein He did not say the less. Look at this from the perspective of, okay Yazid has taken that power, how about if I get some governorship or something in Medina or Kufa, or have some power here and there and then bring some change Inshallah. We don't see in the example of Hussein. We don't see in the example of Hussein that can be interpreted as, oh should I go and vote for Trump or should I go and vote for Biden? Should I think about Pence or should I think of Kamala Harris? As a Muslim, we understand they are all implementing the kufur. And if we are going to vote for these people, we are talking about, we are giving our oath of allegiance to them to commit a haram. And giving your oath of allegiance to commit a haram is also a haram. So this is how we look at the example of Hussein. That we have to stand up for the haq and stick with it, no matter what it takes. It's not the issue of making my life easier. There was nothing going on against Otherwise, His life was set. He was the grandson of Rasulullah People in Medina was in, his, was in his favor. People in Kufa was in his favor. He didn't have to stand up. But he stood up because he understood that's an obligation on him. That's an obligation. When there is injustice going on, we have to stand up. And we have to stand up according to Allah ta'ala says, not my, the things make up, made up from our own mind. And think of it, oh, this will benefit. It's not the issue of end justify the means. Then inshallah, my goal is good. No matter what I do, I, uh, that's okay. This is not what Islam is about. In Islam, the end and the means both have to be according command of Allah ta'ala. So when we are trying to reach to the point where we can have the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that can bring the justice to the mankind, we better use the means also according to the commands of Allah wa ta'ala. That's the only thing that can make us the best nation that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has referred to as, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Kuntum khaira ummatin Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, and sirah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment, and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe.